Hey, it's your host, Abigail Pumphrey, and I'm on a personal mission to help more small business owners become financially free. I like to nerd out on all things business, marketing, and most definitely the numbers. I'm talking all the lessons learned as I turned a layoff into a seven-figure online business. I like to share it all and no conversation is off the table. We talk actionable strategies, biz challenges, and all the things life throws your way. Grief, anxiety, loss, and resilience are all topics you'll find here. So grab a cup of coffee and settle in because you're listening to the Strategy Hour podcast brought to you by Boss Project. Have you ever absolutely panicked after you accidentally deleted a file on your computer? I know I have. It's not an issue if you've got Crash Plan Smart Recovery. Your files are just a few clicks away and can be restored in a snap. Crash Plan provides the best cloud backup solutions in the market. Visit CrashPlan.com slash BossProject for 50% off your first year of CrashPlan. Now you can protect all your work with an unlimited backup and recovery solution. CrashPlan makes it simple to restore some or all of your data. And with unlimited version retention, CrashPlan can be your ultimate rewind button. Get unlimited computer backup for you or your business with CrashPlan Professional. CrashPlan backs up files that live on your computer and works with PC, Mac, and Linux. Don't let data disasters slow you down. CrashPlan has your back and keeps you moving. Go to CrashPlan.com slash BossProject for 50% off your first year of CrashPlan. That's CrashPlan.com slash BossProject for 50% off your first year. Back up better with CrashPlan. Hey, friends. Hey. <laughs> Let's talk about email. Let's talk about opt-ins and lead magnets and freebies and all the things that I think a lot of people stress about when they're trying to grow their email list. I know. It's funny because literally a couple episodes ago, we talked about my revolt against starting an email list, having an email list, having opt-ins, all the things. (laughs) And I think part of that stems from how much of a focus it has had in our business. And so while you can 100% grow a business without an email list. You will hit a point where your growth slows pretty dramatically. Mm -hmm. And if you want to continue to see things kind of move and groove, especially if you're working on a Mm one-to-many model, then an opt-in can really serve you as you're trying to build an email list. So let's talk a little bit about what an opt-in is for those who are new to it and what it does for your business. Yeah. So an opt-in or freebie or lead magnet, whatever you are getting used to hearing it, is a free resource that's super valuable, designed and curated and created specifically with your audience in mind that you offer for $0.00. It could be one page, it could be an ebook, it could be a video, it could be a discount code, it could be literally anything in the world. We'll help you brainstorm some ideas that you offer. And in exchange for it for Mm -hmm. free, your clients, your dreamies, your customers, your audience gives you their name and email address. So they are paying by giving their email and you are thanking and gifting them in return this valuable thing that you made. They get that thing, they love it, they implement it, they learn from it, they use it, whatever it is. And the idea is that they now are on your email list and they stick around and they hear more from you and they learn more or get more from you and they become a lifelong raving fan and customer is the dream. 
Yeah. (laughs) It's the dream. I know we all want this and it doesn't have to be as complicated as you think it is. So for those of you who are like, okay, I'll sit through this. We'll figure out what it's going to be. I know some of you are already thinking, I don't really have any design background. I don't know how to set this up. I also do not know how to connect it to an email service provider. I'm feeling a bit lost. And I just want you, you. we have some resources for you. So don't worry about that. If you become a member of the creative template shop, or you grab our opt-in like a boss bundle on the creative template shop website, we are not only going to give you a template that you can utilize to create this, but we are going to give you a course that goes even more in depth with how to pick and choose what your opt-in should be, how to actually connect it to your email service provider. And if you don't have an email service provider, we'll even give you free 30 days to our favorite one. So like it's no like more excuses. And a box and a bundle. It's opt-in like a boss. It's everything literally you need, all of the tools. And we even brainstorm actual ideas like Mad Lib style on what you can call your opt-in, how to design it, how to outline it, how to connect it, all of the things. So Yeah. So let's dive into maybe what it could be for you. So I think it's important that when you're starting to think about your opt-in, that you decide what the goal is first, because it's really easy to come up with ideas. But if you're not aligned with where it is heading someone, then you can go down a path that maybe is not worth your time. Because there was a day in which... The goal was just to get as many new leads as possible. Yes. And thus, people would create tens and twenties and thirties. You say lives. people as in us. We did people, that. Too. People would and create. And what's so funny is that we made this mistake even after. This is just a funny caveat story for you guys. So when we were new business babies, we started on MailChimp like a lot of people and we needed to move email service providers, but we wanted, we had kind of gotten burned from a couple that we had tried and ConvertKit was like kind of new and on the scene at the time. And so we're like, we were so on a high horse. We will not switch email service providers unless we can have a call with someone who works at ConvertKit and they can answer all of our questions. And so we emailed ConvertKit and they were like, yeah, yeah, sure. We'll have someone get on the phone with you. So we hopped on Skype or Zoom and got on a video conference call with Nathan Barry, who was the founder, creator. He owns the company. That guy at ConvertKit. And we picked his brain for like 30 or 40 minutes. And we're like, okay, but like, can it do this? But can it do this? And so he rest assured like, yes, yes, yes. So we got to ConvertKit. In that conversation, Nathan was outlining how they use, they don't utilize lists. They use tags to organize like all of your contacts and such like that. So he was like, so for instance, don't make the mistake that I did. And I just made a bunch of tags because I made a bunch of opt-ins because I was growing my list like bananas. And so then I just had like all of these subscribers, but so many forms and so many tags and so many opt-ins. And we're like, cool, cool, Nathan, we won't make your same mistakes. So what she's getting at is there was a trend in time where every time you put out content of any kind, like for instance, this podcast, (laughs) that you would have a opt-in specific to that one single piece of content. 
for the record, we're on episode 404. So can you imagine, mm. which when we started, we did you guys, okay? Mm. When we started, we gave transcripts of every single episode. So I don't think most of those work. No, so don't go don't. looking for them. I turned but, them all on. But <laughs> we turned them all on. Thank you. Back in the day, we would have an individual opt-in for each of those things. I'm going to tell you right now, you're wasting a whole bunch of time doing that. So what you should do instead is identify what Mm -hmm. is the end goal. If the end goal is to get them to buy a certain product or service, then your opt-in needs to do one of two things. It either needs to showcase their pain and thus your solution becomes all that more... They need it. Mm-hmm. They, they just know they need it. Okay. So you're either like poking holes at their pain and like, oh gosh, like this sucks. Like you really need this. And it's not like lying. Like you're actually painting a picture of how things are going to be without your product or service while actually still giving value. You can't just like write a sales letter and present it as an opt-in. That's shady <laughs> shit. But the other option is that you are getting someone in the right mindset or teaching them the step zero that is required for them to complete before your offer makes sense for them. So for instance, when we first started our business, we would have opt-ins around like productivity and getting organized and getting your mind right and all this stuff. And then we put out a literal, we teach you how to product manage course. We also had a course around goal setting. And so those opt-ins, they were mindset focused and the course themselves were like the actual action steps, the things you actually implemented. Yeah. There's also, I think this maybe fits into that same category, but for example, for service providers, right? When I was a photographer, I had an opt-in because I started to create a course for photographers. So I made an opt-in that was literally just one page and it was like five tools every photographer needs or something like that. So it was more of a resource, a list. Those are really helpful for people as well. And so when people would download it, I would know they are a photographer. So now I can pitch them my other things because I know that they're a photographer. And so it's a really useful tool to, even if you have multiple opt-ins, to have genre or niche specific ones. So you know, okay, but people getting this one are photographers. People getting this one are graphic designers or whatever it might be. Or people getting this one are at a certain stage in their life or their business, or they're going through XYZ. Like this could apply to, I mean, you could have, you could be a sleep consultant and then you could have an opt-in around... I don't know, like things you can do to calm your baby in womb or something. So now you've identified pregnant women that are prospects that may need your service after the baby is born. You have to be like in the mind of your ideal client. This is why you need to understand who Mm -hmm. they are and how your product serves them. But once you know who they are, then you can serve either, like I said, something that has a direct correlation or something that allows you to identify where they're at Mm -hmm. so that you can serve them appropriately. And that can sound a little bit scary and intimidating, but here, for the sake of we always have ideas, (laughs) let me give you five random 
jobs and we are going to come up. Emily is going to spitball opt-in ideas for these five random jobs. Okay. So give me a second. We're also, I don't think covering just yet. I know there's some product people listening and you guys know my side hustle is product. We're not going to cover too intense the process of like offering a discount code or free shipping or whatever it might be. That's a little bit of a different strategy. I think there's definitely still some takeaways you can take from what we're talking about for sure in the connectivity and tech side that's within opt-in like a boss and actually downloading your thing is slightly different. But if there's any sort of value that you can add, even for your physical product people, then this will be helpful. Okay, I'm ready. Okay. First one, I'm a calligrapher. Oh, calligrapher. So tools always. Every person wants to know, like, where do you get your pens? Where do you get your paper from? Who are your suppliers? How can I write my alphabet? Like, a kit for beginners to literally start practicing letters today. I am a health coach. Recipes. I need help planning, meal planning. So like you could help identify and figure out who your audience is based on different types of meal planning kits that you provide. Maybe it's for kids. Maybe it's people with gluten-free. Maybe it's for single people. Okay. I'm a florist. How to DIY like arranging things, right? So you buy a beautiful arrangement from your local florist and you either want to repurpose it or keep it lasting fresh or how does it look in the fall on my tablescape with other things from you? Style it. (laughs) Okay. I'm a graphic designer. Any sort of like branding toolkit or graphic design toolkit so people can kind of begin to understand like the holes that their business or brand needs that can be filled with graphic design. Yeah, filled with you. I'll just add that like anything that you can do to identify your specific type of client. So like, say I know people that are working only with beauty brands or only with brands that have food products or only educators or whatever. So if you can somehow do something that's specific to your ideal client, even if it's not design related, mm-hmm. it, that could also work. What about those course creators? So they're selling a course. My favorite, so without a specific maybe course in mind, it's kind of hard, but my favorite strategy for this is literally identifying ground zero. So like what headspace, what thing does your people need to learn right before they're ready to buy your thing? This is most identified by the FAQs or the reasons why people are saying they can't buy your thing. Once you get past people saying, I can't afford it or I don't have enough time, and you actually realize what the answer is, do they not feel confident because they need? They feel like they need to know a skill or they need to have sold this thing or they need whatever, right? What can you do to teach them for free so they are primed and ready for your thing? Totally. So if you, if you thought that was a lot, we have over 101 ideas with all of the like Mad Lib style, like what you need to know to create an opt-in that makes sense for your business over at the creativetemplateshop.com. Yeah. And there's the opt-in like a boss plus the Canva template bundle. But honestly, it's cheaper just yeah. to become a member. Literally. Become a member, grab that, and then grab literally everything else that's in the shop. I know. So, so good. Okay. So I want to talk a little bit about what this can do for your business. Like you have to take them from step zero or step one, or like identifying who they are and do something with them. Like you can't just bring them in the door. And so I'll tell you right now, we made the mistake of 
bringing a lot of people in the door and then not knowing what to do with them. So what would you suggest is like a good best practice for taking someone who just opted in and introducing them into your world? Yeah. So going back, I I know we've kind of mentioned this, but truly, like if I were starting all over again, I would create more than one opt-in. I would not create 10. I would maybe create two to three opt-ins that are very specific to the type of people I think are going to be in my audience. Because you know that you guys can serve more than one type of person, even if it's with the same product. But identifying their specific pains is going to help your writing better, right? Like if you know what they actually need. So I would think of one kind of opt-in and I would have three different categories of that. So like if we're talking about meal planning, for instance, going back to that idea, I would create meal plans for single people. I would create meal plans for people with allergies. I would create meal plans for people with families, just for an example. And then I would blast that everywhere and get them on. So then I would have three separate automations that are speaking to those specific people trigger after they opted in. So first and foremost, you want to deliver your opt-in immediately. Do not make them wait. If you can, have your opt-in available on the thank you page. Like they say, they press their name and email, they press enter, and then the opt-in, maybe they can download it. Maybe it's a video, whatever format it is. If they can have it immediately, that's better. And then their first confirmation email link that opt-in again. Like if they have to download it, if they have to watch something, if they somehow X out of that thank you page, deliver it to them again. Then what I would consider is what we've created is kind of like a five-day opt-in welcome sequence. It introduces you as a human being, your business, talks about the pain points of the person that just downloaded that thing. Again, if you're being specific with your audience, you can get super, super specific in this wording. Use the same kind of format for each one, just change the language slightly. And then I would decide what is your call to action, right? What is your ultimate goal for these people? Do you want them to book a consult with you? Do you want them to buy a package? Do you want them to buy a coaching program, a course? Like, what is it, right? Start talking about that in this sequence, add value, give them links to that thing and try to get it sold. Try to get that opt-in welcome sequence converting for you. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you guys, if if that piece of the puzzle sounds intimidating, you can actually watch an entire workshop that walks you through literally step-by-step how to set up your welcome sequence. We have plug and play templates for you to write your welcome sequence. And you're going to get 30 days free of our favorite email service provider, all included in this course. So if you just want to go to bossproject.com slash email, you can pop in that free course and get access to all of that. And we walk through it step-by-step-by-step because I think the thing that prevents so many people is it's not lack of ideas. Well, if you do get, sometimes it's trying to understand how to connect the dots. And I like, I get that, but most of the time it's tech or it's, it's design or it's, it's something that it's just a skill you simply don't have. And so we're trying to like button up those areas for Mm -hmm. you so that you, you don't have any more excuses so that you can create those leads and do something with them. But the powerful thing with this welcome sequence is that you are introducing yourself but you're also priming this person to purchase. Like ultimately, regardless of how they come into your circle through this opt-in, you want to be able to convert them either to buy your product, Mm -hmm. whether that's physical or digital, or book your service. 
Want to learn exactly step-by-step how to get paid to generate leads in your business? I've kept these details to myself for far too long. I'm ready to spill everything and give you the exact steps that help me generate tens of thousands of qualified leads and millions in low-ticket digital product sales. I won't just show you what I did, but teach you how you can do it too. I'm talking not just how to create low-ticket digital products, but also showing you how to use them strategically to generate leads for your other existing or future offers. I'm sharing it all at bossproject.com jumpstart, including exactly how I made $8,033 and generated 277 leads my very first month selling digital products. Find out more at bossproject.com jumpstart. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. With over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. I love that Indeed makes it easy to hire because I'm busy enough already. When we've hired in the past, the process was full of unqualified applicants. With Indeed, we can target the right candidates for the right position. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash strategy hour. Just go to Indeed.com slash strategy hour right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash strategy hour. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Money issues are a common stressor in any relationship. Monarch Money is the top-rated personal finance app that can get you and your partner on the same page without any extra cost. Monarch has built-in collaboration features, so together you can see your finances, budget, and get insights on your cash flow. It's the easiest way to manage any household finances. I've tried other finance apps in the past, and they didn't work the way I wanted them to. I don't want to stress over finances. Monarch is the top-rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. Create custom budgets, set goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com strategy. Monarch has a tool that allows you to easily import your data from Mint and keep all of your tags and categories. Monarch's simple, intuitive design makes it so easy to get set up, customize, and use. Monarch prioritizes my privacy, and they'll never sell my data to third parties. After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's the top-rated personal finance app. And right now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com strategy. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash strategy for your extended 30-day free trial. And some of those people are sometimes that needs to happen in like a variety of ways. Like sometimes you're going to go from the welcome sequence straight to the kill and say, okay, go sign up, buy this thing. Now, some of you are going to be like, okay, well now they need to come to a live webinar or now they need to book a consult, join this or do this or whatever. They need to take some sort of action step. And so if you can like break it down backwards of I know I mentioned like knowing where you're going, but like if the end goal is to book you as a client for this particular service, 
you need to know the steps required to get them going through this process. Like what are your actual, once someone decides they're interested in becoming a client, like, okay, after they book a consult, like how are you following up with them? What does your proposal look like? How are you sending your proposal? Like what are all the steps and like pieces of the puzzle? And if that part of the process (laughs) seems overwhelming to you, we got more. We have, <laughs> we have more solutions, you guys. I feel like a magician pulling shit out of my hat right now. Well, honestly, with Dubsado, you're going to be so set up. So I'm just, I'm going to take a gamble and assume our secret drop already happened. I'm just hoping it has by the time this episode releases (laughs) and we have introduced proposal and contract templates inside the creative template shop that utilized Dubsado to take you through that client process. So specifically, if you have clients you're working with, I think this is like a total no brainer. You get a free trial with Dubsado. You get to try it before you buy it. You get to actually see what it's like to book someone through that So go to creativetemplateshop.com and check out those tools that we created with Dubsado that are just stunning and amazing. You can buy it one off if that's the only thing you need. But like we said earlier, it just makes more sense to go ahead and become a member because now there's already two things that we told you that you should probably get. And I know there's more in there that you're going to want. So go join. You get access to all of that for free inside your membership. Mm-hmm. You can add for all of our free things and the shop. <laughs> but this isn't one giant ad, I promise. Like we're we really do want to see you launch this thing. So I suggest that once you have this opt-in, you've connected it to your email service provider, you've written your welcome sequence, you have identified the process you want someone to go through, even if they haven't gone through it yet, okay? Even if you've never booked a client before, like you have an idea of these are the steps I want someone to take. Well, yeah. Yeah, I think there's two, I feel like, pieces... I feel like, okay, you guys can get all that set up, especially because we're handholding you through all of the resources that we've given you. But there's two questions that you have now, right? Okay, how do I get more people on my list? And then what do I do with them after they go through my welcome sequence and they don't book anything or they don't buy? Like, what do I do now? So let's talk about how to get more people on that list first. At this point, I think there's a lot of different varieties that you can choose. None of them are wrong. Some of yeah. them might work better for you now. Some you might want to put off and explore later. There's definitely a handful of things that you can choose from, right? The easiest and free ways of doing it, utilizing social media, making sure it's on your website, making sure that all of the ways for people to see it, it's like really clear and obvious, writing content that supports that opt-in that you can then promote on Pinterest or social media, mm-hmm. talking about it if you have a podcast or a YouTube channel or you go live in your Facebook group, making it an announcement there, like utilizing all of the platforms that you're already on to talk about the freebie that you just made, I think is the easiest way that a lot of us forget to do, even us, time and time again. There are, of course, other options like paid advertising, which is something that we've explored many times in our business for different areas. Most recently, we picked up paying for leads to an opt-in and it kind of paid off. It is paying off. It's working. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's totally paying off, guys. I was a little skeptical. I'm not going to lie. I we was were sending- super skeptical. And I think even for a while... With our old ads team, I was like, no, I don't want to do that. I don't want to spend money. And then when we got our new ads team and we just like 
I don't know, I feel like I heard the strategy in a little bit different way or like we're going at it in a little different way or I was like, okay, we can try it, but I'll give you $2 to to budget. (laughs) For the record, we spent well more than $2, but um, yeah, or maybe maybe I just didn't give you an option. Maybe that's what happened. Um, (laughs) So yeah, we took someone and tried to meet them with like the most value that we possibly could yeah. so that when they do join that like the paying for the thing just only makes sense it's definitely not the easiest like you will get less signups directly from an opt-in directly to paying than you probably think in your head is possible like i would love to tell you that we get a thousand leads and hundreds of new students. And that's just simply not true. Like that's not what's happening. If you wanted to look out on a smaller scale, like if you got a hundred leads, like you might get a couple of sales from that. And that's fine. That doesn't mean yeah. it's broken. No. That doesn't mean it's not working. They might not buy immediately and you can do something with them. But in terms of like that marketing, advertising is always an option, but it's never where I would start. No, it's never no, where ever. I would start ever. You can get so far with social and with your search engine, like having content on your site that's Mm -hmm. searchable, whether that be via Pinterest or Google, it can take you a lot further than you think. Yeah, The creative template shop, if you search the right search terms in less than a week, we're on the first page. Yeah. So like it's possible for sure. Yeah. And those are the avenues that take sweat equity, right? And time. It might take you having to figure out how to use Tailwind or what are Pinterest best practices or actually sitting down to blog or put out content or whatever channel it is, right? And the next day, it might not be like raining opt-ins and getting all these leads, but you're, you are building something strong if you're doing it intentionally and you're doing it the right way. I think the thing that all of us have to give when we're just getting started is time and sweat equity. That's free, right? And so do that first and build your foundation that way first. We did not start spending money on Facebook ad dollars until like over two years in. So I'm not saying you can't explore it sooner. And some of you like know what you're doing more than others and that's fine, but don't think that that's your only option to grow. Totally. Totally. So now that you've like marketed it, And honestly, it's really just putting it everywhere and then saying it over and over again. Like, I think people think it needs to be a lot more complicated than that. Someone asked me about my opt-in that's not really an opt-in, which is joining my Facebook group. They're like, how did you market your Facebook group? And I was like, I just talked about it. I just talked about it. Yeah. I just talked about it. I linked it in some things, Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. it's in enough places over and over and over again that I get people coming in there every day. So like, even on a small scale, this is totally doable to get leads every single day. So now that they're in and maybe they didn't buy, because I'm going to tell you right now, most of them won't to not get your hopes up. (laughs) The majority will not buy Mm -hmm. and that's okay. Fine. What do you do with them? Yeah. So this is a question that we literally just had a meeting about today with our own audience. So don't think we have it perfected. There is, I don't think any set it and forget it system that is copy and pasteable that works for every business. Again, it's about knowing what your people need knowing what value they want to hear from you, how often, when, everything. If you're expecting us to tell you, if you email every 17th Tuesday at 2.15 p.m., you're going to make sales, that's not what's happening, right? (laughs) That's not going to work. It might, but I don't know. So you need to pick a schedule that you feel like you can commit to that feels good for you 
and try it, right? So we've done everything from emailing once a week blast about like blog posts that we just released or content that just came out and a highlight from social media that was like a super formatted kind of newsletter template to not talking to anyone at all, to emailing once a month, just value add emails, to emailing every Sunday with no links or pictures or anything and just talking, to not emailing anything value and just letting our automations kind of work for themselves. I don't feel like there's a wrong answer. There are definitely better ways of doing things once you kind of feel like you can get more control over it and get a plan in place. But I definitely want you asking yourself, okay, after they come through my opt-in welcome sequence, what do I feel like they need from me? How often do I feel like I want to be chatting with them? Is it once a week? Is it once a month? Is it kind of whenever I feel like it? You also don't have to pick something consistent. I know everyone says that you should. And yeah, consistency is super important. And I do think it can help you. But if you can't commit to once a month, don't do it. Like, that's fine. But I do want you at least thinking about it. And I want you to not then be like, well, I'm only talking to them every time my cart opens and everyone's unsubscribing or they're not opening my emails and I don't understand what's happening. You got to definitely play the game to like get rewarded from your email list, but it doesn't have to be perfect from day one. No, it definitely doesn't have to be perfect, but I I, I think ignoring it entirely is shooting yourself in the foot. Like I'd oh, rather yeah. you delay starting it all together than I wouldn't. You don't delay it. Fuck that. You don't wouldn't. delay it. Don't wait a year to talk to your people. But I think oh, yeah. sometimes people need a crowd waiting in their inbox, metaphorically, like their convert kit mailing list to be like, oh, okay, I have 27 people. I need to talk to them or whatever it is, right? Start it, build that list. Like you'll figure it out. Don't expect to have it all figured out and then start it. Just fucking do it. But I want you to think about what else do they need to hear from you after you've introduced yourself and after you've introduced your offer. Like it's not just going to take that welcome sequence. Yeah. And like the cool part is like you have the opportunity to get to know these people on an individual level. Mm -hmm. I think especially when you're starting out, you can do things that maybe are not things you would do. Mm -hmm when you're larger or when you have a larger list, but like when you're just starting out, you could have this total welcome sequence, have them walk through it. But then after that, send them emails that look like they're just to them Mm -hmm. that look very personal and they can still go to everyone, but you're prompting them to reply. Like you're asking them actual questions. And then when they do reply, have a conversation with them. You can go back and forth in the inbox. You could say, hey, let's set up a Zoom call. You could pick up the phone, which sounds crazy these days, but it is possible. Don't do that. Um, Don't call me. I mean, you could have them respond and maybe they give you their social handle and you go follow up with them. You go send them a message. Like The options are kind of endless, but I feel like we put ourselves in a box thinking, well, email was designed for mass marketing. And so I must mass market my business. And if it's not working, then I suck at marketing. And that's not true. Like your goal is to create a relationship and you can create a relationship in where people believe 
that they have a relationship with you, even though you don't necessarily know them, which mm-hmm. is the most bizarre thing in the world, because it happens. People will come up to us all the time. They'll be like, oh my gosh, I feel like we're best friends. <laughs> and I agree. Like, I don't know. Like, I tell, I definitely tell you plenty, you know, like Emily and I talk enough what? on this podcast alone that like, I'm not surprised that you feel like you know who we are, but you can do that in a variety of ways. It doesn't have to be via podcast to make that same impact. And I want to shout out real quick to my product peeps. Talked about this a little bit and I kind of mentioned it earlier. Although we didn't really touch on like the follow-up strategy, if it's any different for product peeps, please do not hear that as us saying it's not worth it for physical product-based babes. You guys know maybe that I have my little earring side hustle on the side and I decided to utilize Squarespace campaigns to see if I could get like recurring customers to buy more things or earlier or whatever and just kind of test it a little bit of different strategies. And so for the five months that I was selling stuff last year, 10% of my sales came from email campaigns. And so it's worth it. Like even if it's just a blast right before a launch or whatever it might be, right? And I've actually heard from people who've responded to my email that said, oh, like seeing these all laid out together was super helpful or, oh, thanks for the reminder that it was opening or something like that. So you never know how you're going to touch people and when an email is actually going to make a difference. Yeah, totally. Or, you know, when people suggest things to you via email, like then you can act on them. Like, I think that's so awesome that we can take this feedback and make decisions in our business based off of it. I think so often we think we're like on this island and we are supposed to make all these decisions about how our business runs and how it works and how we attract people. But it's like, what if we just ask? Or what if when they do say something, we listen instead of just like reacting all the time? Like, for instance, I know Emily got a message the other day about the scroll that was like, I want one of everything that comes out. And then someone's like, subscription box. And I, I know Emily well enough to know she cannot commit you don't to that. Know me. Not that she won't maybe do it, but I can just see six months from now. Why did I decide to do this? <laughs> anyway, but the point is. Maybe that's not something she would have ever considered. Right. But because someone asked and then she shared about it because someone asked, Mm -hmm. then I'm sure she's getting more feedback. Is that something that someone actually wants or not? And so like you can listen and then mention something via email, social, whatever, and the feedback continues to happen. Like it's yeah. not, it's like a loop where you can listen and say things and listen and say things. I don't know. I think there's such a cool opportunity to get to know our people. Like if we can just stop thinking of them as like an email address, like knowing there are real people on the other side of these things and your words have an actual impact on them. And some of it's not going to be life changing. But some of it might be. Everything I say is life-changing. Oh, Emily. Totally. <laughs> totally. totally. 
<laughs> totally. Okay, so can you recap where all of the resources that we just yeah. announced throughout this episode of what where people need to go? Yeah. So if you are wanting to brainstorm what your opt-in could be and you need help connecting it to your email service provider and or you need help designing how it actually looks, you're going to want to head over to Creative Template Shop com. We have a bundle that's available for you, but I'll tell you right now, it's just cheaper to sign up as a member. You're going to get access to that. You're going to get access to the new Dubsado proposal contract. You're going to get access to all the new templates that drop every month. We're even going to give you social graphics so you can promote your opt-in. It's all working together as one thing. And then if you just want to add on icing on the top, if you want help writing that welcome sequence and you're interested in 30 days free with our favorite email service provider, then I would head over to bossproject.com slash email. Looking to elevate your brand without the headache? Join the co-op, our creative template shop membership. With thousands of easy to customize templates, all crafted to seamlessly fit your business aesthetics. We make nurturing leads and driving sales effortless. We're talking serious impact and seriously simple creation. Become a member now at creativeshopcoop.com and transform your business today. That's creativeshopcoop.com. Hey, a few quick favors before you leave. I'd love if you'd share today's episode, send it to a friend who needs to hear it and post on social. You can show us where you're listening from, your favorite takeaway, or why someone else should listen. Be sure to tag me at Abigail Says and at Boss Project so we can share it. Okay, second favor, to get podcast updates and all the behind the scenes news from Boss Project, I'd love if you'd join my VIP list. Just head to bossproject.com slash sign up to make sure I have all your contact details. Really love this show? It would mean so much to me if you'd leave a rating and review. It not only helps more listeners find the show, but allows us to bring on quality sponsors so we can keep bringing you this valuable content for free. Thanks so much for listening. Until next time.